Hello, beloved soul. Are you a wisdom keeper or a wisdom seeker? Wisdom seekers are on a soul mission to teach and share their unique gifts in their own authentic voice, while wisdom seekers are on a mission to receive from visionaries and need a place to find these teachers. Truthfully, wisdom keepers and wisdom seekers alike need a place to build community, connect, and grow. You're invited to enter into our sacred social network at Meraki Tribe Collective, an evolutionary shift in online platforms. Meraki is an intentionally curated online space for conscious community to connect, collaborate, and co-create, featuring a mindful marketplace and private social platform where wisdom seekers can find and wisdom keepers are found. Meraki platform is no-brainer affordable and offers simple-to-use tools that require minimal technical skills and maximum opportunities for connection and transformation. Check out the links in the show notes and be sure to mention you heard about us on In the Woo World. This is kind of a hot topic or a triggering topic. So if you get triggered easily or not, I mean, you could turn this off. But I think that this is going to be a, a very encouraging episode for anyone who has been facing the reality of what it is that it means to be transgender or homosexual and needing to live in an authentic life. And so I'm really here to shed some light on some information that I found while I was intuitively going into the Akashic Records and receiving this information intuitively. So I think it might be uplifting to a lot of people. Let's talk about self-care. I have to share a couple of my favorite daily life hacks. That's brain tapping and in-harmony vibroacoustic technology. This technology has been an absolute game changer for me. These devices have proven to reduce stress, improves clarity and sleep, and I experience more energy and I feel rejuvenated. BrainTap is a headset that adds a whole new dimension with restorative power light therapy. BrainTap sends gentle light pulses that travel through the ear meridians and the retina which sends signals to the brain. The headset guides you into an amazing meditative state in alpha, theta, or delta. Use BrainTap technology alone or with the InHarmony vibroacoustic meditation cushion or lounger. Connect with yourself and release stress while you optimize your overall well-being. Click the links in the show notes for great deals and more information. Welcome to In The Woo World, where we explore all things woo-woo, taboo, and real cool. I am your host, Wendy Wu. I'm a former dance junkie turned certified intuitive life coach. I have this ability to peer into the Akashic field where I receive and share insights on soul stories and hidden truths beyond our time. This podcast is for you, beloved soul, the one who experiences deja vu, divine timing, with a deep sense of knowing that your soul is eternal. This isn't new age, it's the golden age where you receive ancient wisdom and profound teachings and apply them to your life in the here and now. Welcome home. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of In The Woo World. I am your host, Wendy Wu, and I am so happy you are here today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time and your presence, and I hope that this episode will bring a great deal of value to your day. Make sure you subscribe and share this with someone who you feel would benefit from it. So today I'm actually going out on a limb and I'm talking about something that is a little taboo. Of course, you will use your discernment and take what you want and leave behind what you don't need. But today I am talking about what I have found 
in the Akashic Records regarding gender and reincarnation. I feel like today's message has been divinely led because over the last week or so, I was I was preparing for this for this episode, and one of the reasons why I was preparing for it was because here lately people have been so polarized with the whole gender identity thing. The LGBTQIA plus community is constantly under attack, and we just had our midterms election. Right. So at the time of this episode, I was writing things down. I wrote things down. And then I found out that this was transgender week. And then we had the horrible shooting that happened in Colorado. And so is this episode divinely led? Yes, I think it is. I think it's going to help uh, quite a few people. And for one, I want to send my condolences to those beautiful souls who were lost in the shooting, as well as all other souls who have been victims of hate crimes due to their personal preference and living an authentic life as someone who's gay and also people who are going through the transition. So is this a divinely led episode? Yes, absolutely. I do believe that. And I dedicate this episode to each and every single one of you. First and foremost, I want to talk about what the Akashic Records are. So basically what the Akashic Records is, it is a record of your soul's journey, an energetic record of your soul's journey. It's a divine energetic data bank that holds every thought, action, deed, all past lives, as well as your potential, possible, probable futures. I always say possible, probable futures because there's different timelines. And so depending on your actions will spark a different timeline. Okay. So I want everyone to know that a future aspect of themselves may not always be set in stone. And it probably isn't. Okay. Because of how you choose to live in the here and now. So that might not be a a statement that's agreed upon by other Akashic Record practitioners, and that's fine. But if we are here to be living in the here and now, and if the Akashic Records is something that really has no time or space, there is no time or space in the Akashic Records because everything happens all at once, then we're in the here and now, and then we are our own creators of how we want to experience the here and now. And so our choices, because of our free will and because of our desires, to do things. There's so many different timelines we can choose from and live out. As an Akashic Record practitioner, I have had the honor of reading for all types of people. And that also includes people who were gay. And I had no idea they were gay. I didn't know they were gay. But then when I looked at some of their past lives, and I saw that their soul, that they were incarnated as a man or a woman, depending on what was coming through, they have come through and they have said, yes, you telling me that I lived these two past lives as a woman today, here and now, I am living my life as a gay man. But I, but they have feminine attributes, right? So I'll touch on base on that later, but 
I want to share with you some people, like one person who was very famous and his work was actually recorded in several books. He was known as the Sleeping Prophet. His name was Edgar Casey, and he's probably one of the most well-known Akasha Record practitioners that's been around for uh, several decades. Obviously, he's passed away now, but he was someone who um, read his Bible every year, and then he would meet with people, and he could lay down on the couch, and he would tap into this energetic quantum soup, this energetic field known as the Akashic Records, and he was able to access information about uh, a person in order to help them. Well, as Edgar Casey helped a lot of people by gleaning the Akashic Records, this is what I feel like I'm here to do as human consciousness evolves, we are ascending. We are all ascending into something what is called as the new earth or 5D consciousness. Our consciousness begins to expand. We begin to align to what our divinity is. And that is just a really beautiful way to say that, hey, I'm aligning to the highest aspect of who I am. And by accessing the Akashic Records, we are able to intuitively read our soul story and then finding out whatever we're finding within the Akashic Record, we are able to look at the patterns that are in our life and to the best of our ability through action and through conscious awareness, resolve those things. And so this is where we are as humanity we're going forward, and I feel like at some point, maybe our language will be dissolved altogether as far as how we speak to one another because we will be transferring information telepathically. And how I receive my information from the Akashic field is through intuition. Also, I use a method called mental dowsing, but that's a little more in depth and I'm not going to really get into that but I know that the I know that the accuracy that I receive this information because I do use this type of tool to access the akashic records I'm able to actually help people much like how Edgar Casey did if we were to receive a lot of this knowledge a long time ago um, well when people could I'm going to tell you right now they got hung <laughs> They got killed. They did. Because they were very scary to others. And I can't. I think you can think of um, another individual who was uh, crucified for being able to basically read someone's soul and heal them. And uh, yeah, you know, he was accessing their Akashic field and basically helping them out. Okay, so this is what humanity is to become and to do in order to heal ourselves from the archaic barbarian ways of how humanity used to be. So regardless of what you think about reincarnation, incarnation, or past lives, it's true. The thing about it is that it is true. Just because you think that your Bible doesn't tell you that it's true, I will say this much, is that back in the year 5053 AD, the Second Council of Constantinople removed 
all doctrine that was related to reincarnation, they removed it from the Christian dogma and they declared it a heresy. Okay? They made sure that they were going to keep people scared, fearful, and giving up their soul in a manner to where, hey, if you were to access this Akashic field and learn everything about your soul, you wouldn't need us. You wouldn't need the church. You, you know, the church is looking at you as a commodity. They need you to fill up the church pew. They need for you to come and pay the tithe, pay the piper. So reincarnation was X'd out. It's noted in a book by Geddes McGregor in his book, Reincarnation and Christianity, is quoted, all written evidence of reincarnation in early Christian teachings and the Bible was deliberately suppressed by the Catholic Church. The Gnostic Christians were branded as heretics and persecuted by the church. The Cathars, a Christian sect in Italy and southern France who believed in reincarnation, they were also met with the same fate. In the early 13th century, the Catholic Church murdered the Cathars, a Christian sect in you know Italy and southern France who believed in reincarnation, and almost wiped them out. And since then, largely succeeded and uprooted the belief in reincarnation from public awareness. So the books Reincarnation, the Missing Link in Christianity by Elizabeth Clare Prophet and Why Jesus Taught Reincarnation by Herbert Purier cover the presence of reincarnation in early Christian teachings in great detail. So with there's so much speculation around that, you cannot say that it is the absolute truth that there is no such thing as reincarnation when it was once believed and taught in the early Christian church and even before, like all these other religions. And this isn't, you know, this isn't even uh, directed uh, mainly at Christianity, but Christianity really tries to, to suppress much of the truths, much of the truths. And then what happens is we end up finding that there's a lot of dissension in the church. We're finding more and more people leaving the church. We're finding more and more hate speech in the church. So what I want to do is just now just continue on with the past lives. You know, me being an Akashic Record practitioner, I'm now, I've evolved my consciousness to actually uh, access the Akashic Records. And I know that I am accessing the Akashic Records because of the feedback I receive from my clients. The feedback that I get is validated. So... We do have past lives and we do reincarnate, but what happens is when we reincarnate, we come here and we don't remember anything. Sometimes to help other people wrap their minds around past lives, I like to say that we are quantumly entangled and we are, uh, um, we are quantumly entangled into certain timelines, but we don't really remember them consciously. It's in your DNA. You know, people typically don't have memories of their past lives, especially as they grow older. Now, some children will. They will exhibit memory, 
you, very young children will exhibit, will exhibit memory from a past life. And this memory is held in their DNA, okay? So what it, what it is that I do is I like to read something called the Divine Blueprint and the Shadow Blueprint. You are part of the all. The all is an infinite mind, and there's nothing outside of this. You can call it God. Please don't call it universe because the universe is not God. Universe is actually part of the all because it's inside of the all. But there's nothing apart from the all. There's nothing apart from this source, this uh, infinite mind. And this infinite mind, is it a fragmentation? It's something like that. It's a projection. It can project an individual back onto earth, which would be you, me, your mother, and all these other people on the outside of you. And you get projected back onto earth so that you can live out this blueprint. And so you can live out the shadow blueprint of all the lessons and all the karma that you created or inherited over all of your lifetimes. Okay. So a divine blueprint holds everything of the infinite mind that is a gift that's imprinted onto you. So when you come to earth, you have somewhat of a roadmap to help you. Not exactly a roadmap of here, turn left at this stoplight by this um, by this uh, beautiful weeping willow tree, you know, in front of this brick house. It's not like that. It's a set of gifts and ways of being that is imprinted on you, on your soul. And your soul takes on like this personality to play out these things. But because you have free will and you have desire and you have been born into a state of amnesia through choice and consequence and your cause and effect, whatever you're choosing to do, if it's not in alignment with your divine blueprint, it starts to build up and create another type of blueprint sort of like where your ego is. So it's very egoic. It's I call it the shadow the shadow uh, blueprint because it holds our egoic choices, karma, not only our own karma, but karma from our family, which is genetic karma or generational curses. And because we are born in the state of amnesia, our past life is not always remembered, especially as we live out a new life in the here and now. And like I said, children usually have a better, they usually have a better awareness because look at where they just came from. You know, they're still innocent and they have vivid imaginations and they can receive these downloads from the Akashic field. So this episode is really about what I found when I went in and I gleaned information from the Akashic Records. So when I sat down and I meditated and I doused for this information regarding the cause and the effects and where homosexuality came from and why we are experiencing more and more people identifying with um, as being transgender, I got some really interesting feedback. Then after I received all this feedback, I started reading a book that I've read before, it's called The Kabbalion. It's the study of hermetic philosophy of ancient Egypt and Greece. And so the Kabbalion is written by the three initiates. And one of the hermetic principles is the principle of gender. So this is what it says. 
in this book. It says, gender isn't everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. It goes on to say that the principle embodies the truth that there is gender manifested in everything. And I mean everything. The masculine and feminine principles ever at work. This is not only true of the physical plane, but of the mental and even spiritual planes. On the physical plane, the principle manifests as sex. On the higher planes, it takes higher forms, but the principle is ever the same. No creation, physical, mental, or spiritual, is possible without this principle. An understanding of its law will throw light on many a subject that has been perplexed and has perplexed the minds of men. The principle of gender works ever in the direction of generation, regeneration, and creation. Everything and every person contains the two elements of principles. I'm going to repeat that. Everything and every person contains the two elements or principles or this great principle with it, him or her. Every male thing has a female element also. Every female also contains the male principle. If you would understand the philosophy of mental and spiritual creation, generation, and regeneration, you must understand and study this hermetic principle. It contains the solution of many mysteries of life. What's important about this hermetic principle is that everything, every single thing, every element, every person has, regardless if you are a male or a female, you also contain the opposite gender within you. This is at a physical, mental, spiritual, energetic level. Okay, so I want to share with you what I'm finding within the Akashic Records about the energy of all of this and how there could be quantum entanglement that is being pulled through through other timelines and this is why we are experiencing our environment and our communities that are booming with so many different types of people okay now on to some really cool woo-woo stuff first things first and foremost number one you have to understand that you have a body and you have a soul you have a conscious mind unconscious mind and a subconscious mind okay so first and foremost you are not your body you are a soul and your soul has a body your body is a vessel it is a conduit for the soul for your spirit and soul and spirit are interchangeably um used i know that soul and spirit are interchangeable when it comes to certain languages like aramaic um anyway what I'm saying is that you are a soul, you have a body, but the body is not the soul. Our physical body is just a vessel for us to have a physical and human experience. And surrounding that, it has feelings. It has parasympathetic and a sympathetic system. You have mental bodies, emotional body. The emotional body is where you feel, I feel like this. 
You know, you don't say, I think I'm thinking guilty. No, you feel guilty. You feel shame. Okay. So we're talking about your emotional body when it comes to things that you feel. Okay. But for the most part, your physical body is a vessel for us to have a physical and human experience. And you are a soul in a body, just like your brain. Your brain operates your body, but your brain is not the mind. Your mind has consciousness. You are consciousness. You are consciousness that actually steps into the body. Okay. And you have unconscious and subconscious behaviors. You have unconscious behaviors and then a subconscious, which that's very, very deep. <laughs> we can get into that later. But here are four scenarios that were revealed to me in the Akashic Records. So here we go. We have soul, your, the soul level gender, okay, and the biological physical principle aspects of the person are not aligned. So the soul gender, yet the physical body is not in alignment. So let's say a woman in a past life in the 1800s re reincarnates as a man in the year 2000. And he grows up and it's like now 2022, okay? Well, the soul woman incarnated as a man has these feminine qualities, these mental feminine qualities and characteristics, feminine likings, and is vibrationally attracted to another person who has the opposite gender mental feelings, but yet has also has the same physical body that's a male in the here and now. So the soul woman incarnates as a man, uh, looks like a man, talks like a man, but yet there's something about the man that has feminine qualities. Okay. You know, why is that? And I was like, why is that? And, and this is what came through. So a couple of reasons because of quantum entanglement of the 1800s past life, the karma connected to it and the characters or players involved in the 1800s, they will attract a partner to play out the karmic pattern in this lifetime. Perhaps in the 1800s, as a woman, the woman experienced what it was and perceived as a forbidden romance, shame, guilt, a vow, or a contract with another soul. And the essence of this soul is quantumly tied to the 1800 woman's, to the 1800 woman. But this 1800 woman is now incarnated as a man in the year 2000. And in order for the 1800 woman who was now incarnated as a man in the here and now will attract relationships that fit into the past life karma of what is that? A forbidden romance that's that has shame around it, guilt around it, a vow, a contract. And, and then you're attracting another soul that's going to help you resolve this karmic past life event. So in the here and now, the man who has, the, who has a soul and feminine attributes of a woman is attracting relationships that will fit the past life karma of a forbidden romance and because there was a forbidden romance, a vow or a contract with that soul from the 1800s, 
this person will attract the same scenario in today's timeline. You can have an essence of a man connected to your second chakra. So you are attracting at a physical level also the essence of this man that you had a forbidden romance with in the 1800s. But now it's being played out in the year 2022. I hope that makes sense. Let's think of our physical bodies as the avatar. So a woman, a feminine gender that has the principal qualities of mostly feminine qualities takes on the avatar that's male. And even though maybe in the 1800s, let's say that the woman wasn't involved in a homosexual relationship, let's say she wasn't, yet it was a forbidden, it was a forbidden romance. And so now in the year 2022, there's a stigma around homosexuality. And this person is now having to live out a forbidden romance. And this is how it's going to now take form and be lived out by this person. The second thing revealed to me in the Akashic Records was in a past life, a person needed to play out a role and pose as the opposite sex in a timeline in order to survive that time. So think of all the cultures and timelines where being a certain sex was a threat or it was looked down upon, where giving birth to a girl would have resulted in the death of the baby or the mother because the gender wasn't acceptable to the father or to that society or the culture there, right? So think of a time, even in biblical times, okay? This happened in biblical times where Herod mandated that all the boys under the age of two were killed, okay? And so think of all the girls also born in China who are also killed simply for being a girl, okay? That would pull through and be quantumly entangled. So the mother or the parent in this timeline, in the past life timeline, does not want to kill their baby because of the gender that the child was born in. So the child is a girl. Let's say the child in this timeline is a girl. And the parents are desperately needing to keep their child alive because they love her so much. So they begin to tell her, you are a boy. You have to pretend you're a boy. You, are a, you need to dress in boys' clothes. We need to cut your hair. Okay? We want you to survive. We can't flee this place. Or maybe the place you fled from, all of a sudden, you realize they want your kid dead. Okay? So... This was also revealed to me in the Akashic Records. Merely for being born and having to pose as and pretend to be the opposite sex. So how that looks today is, hey, perhaps a transgender child is born to this type of mother and to this type of father. Who they're saying, well, you're, you were going to choose. They're putting that onto them. Or the child is saying, I think I'm this. I'm remembering this. I'm remembering being a boy. I feel like I'm a boy. But they are a girl. This could 
very well be being played out, quantum entanglement from another past life playing out in this lifetime right now. Okay, so the third one is really going to blow your mind, okay? Um, So what I found is that along the timeline in a past life, so having a past life, a soul can be living today, yet they are quantumly entangled to a position that they held in a past life as a eunuch. Now, if you don't want a eunuch, if you don't know what a eunuch is, a eunuch is a man who has been castrated. And so it was very common throughout history to have eunuchs serve in the public arena as a, as a social function. And so they had really two main functions. One was as guards. So they served as guards, as servants in harems or in in, in other women's quarters and as chamberlains to kings, concubines, um, eunuchs were considered the most suitable guards for the many wives and concubines for a ruler because he had these people in his palace. He didn't need his con- he didn't need his concubines to be threatened by another man who was well endowed, who could take advantage of them. The ruler needed a eunuch. And eunuchs were uh, held this really important, influential position to royal masters. I mean, they raised themselves up to positions of great power and trust. Some were bodyguards, confidential advisors, and even ministers, generals, and admirals. Most eunuchs underwent castration as a condition of their employment, while others were castrated as punishment or after their parents had sold them. A parent back then would be so poor they would sell their children. And so how does that play out today? Well, I'll tell you how this was revealed to me in the Akashic Records is here's the example. We can have a female today, a female who feels and believes so deeply that she is a man. She wants to be a man. She wants to transition to a man And a lot of the reason why she wants to transition is because she was either forced to have to um, to go into castration or she chose to um, be castrated in a different lifetime. And so in the here and now, as a female today wanting to transition back into being a man, she's wanting to reclaim her manhood back. She's wanting to get that back. And because she has mental attributes and her soul at a soul level is a male gender a masculine gender, she's wanting to go back to that. So there is this entanglement. How this would work for a man is he is remembering on a soul level the feminine attributes of who he is within his DNA, within his Akashic field, within his soul. He remembers being feminine because of the castration, because of working so closely to women in a harem, to connecting with them on an emotional level. And so there is this yearning to go back to that. And that is what the Akashic Record has revealed to me. Now, the fourth, the fourth thing that was revealed to me is that in your divine path, in your soul, because of who you are divinely, you are very balanced strongly 
um, masculine, feminine. There's also androgynous. So at a soul level, you could be experiencing across these planes of existence androgyny. Okay, you are embodying all attributes of both genders. And so it doesn't really matter to you, you know, and this could and this could take on um, how you interact sexually with people, you know, bisexual, homosexual, um, heterosexual, you know, you it, it doesn't matter to you. And these people, especially in through the indigenous people, and through our natives, uh, they referred to these souls as two-spirited souls. Highly, highly respected, highly honored because of their because of their way of balancing and loving unconditionally and being so compassionate and kind. It was most honored to hold that position. But yet here we are in America, and here you have such polarizing beliefs because of what they've put into these religious texts, which has been falsified. It's been proven that it's been falsified. Homosexuality was added. It was added to the Bible in 1946. The biggest abomination was really because these men of power, they were abusing boys. So really and truly, that's the abomination. That's the truth of the matter. They were doing unspeakable, horrible things to children in a past life. Okay, and so another thing that came up, and this was um, number five that I found in the Akashic Records, which was kind of interesting, and and, and this makes a lot of sense to me too, um, you know, you have not really had a past life here on Earth. Um, you've spent most of your, your soul has spent most of its time in a different universe, a different planet, and on that planet, in that universe, you know, being homosexual or... Um, embracing the feminine and masculine qualities wasn't really considered taboo. It's, it's, it's not a big deal. It's, it was acceptable. But since the call on earth went out that saying, we need help, we need you here, you said, I will go. I will go. This is the imprint. This is the imprint that I'm coming in on. And I'm here to help people experience what it means to love unconditionally or to conditionally love. And you are helping others in their experience here aiding. They have no idea, nor do you have really any idea maybe, as to what your position is here. You know, it could be very confusing. And if this is confusing for you, hopefully, you know, you can get to the bottom of it. And maybe some of these things that I'm saying is starting to bring some revelation to you. But you could be here because of a contract that you said, I'm coming to earth to help with the evolution of mankind and humanity. And I am here and I am helping them really come to terms with the energy that we are here to unconditionally love and we are here to choose, and we are here to live an authentic self. You're here to have an experience, and you're here to help certain people evolve, including yourself. And so there's that. And then the sixth one, which is more on a physical level, it could be environmental factors. 
There could be chemicals in the food disturbing the hormones, the hormonal balance of the person. And these chemicals hold a, a certain frequency. And so you're dialed in and it can shift the hormones. You know, we don't know what this is. The foods are so incredibly modified and they've gotten worse over the past few years that this is also what the Akashic Records is telling me. This is also this is also playing into the transgender identities. It could be the inoculations, medications have played a role. It could be any of these things. Environmental also meaning it's affecting the person within their cells, their DNA at a cellular level, genetically. Also environmental would mean subliminal messaging, radio waves, airwaves, there's things that are very, very sophisticated that we get inundated with on a daily basis that we aren't even aware of. So I hope this really helps you see the dynamics of how these things are being played out. There's some quantum entanglements. And not all of it was quantum entanglements, but it, but a great deal of it was. And if we can look at how the world is today... <laughs> It's almost not getting any better. Like if you can see, there's a lot of medieval type thinking that's going on. I'm sure you can see it. Look at what's happening. Women are continuing to be demonized. Women are being assaulted as far as what we can do with our bodies. We're getting an influx of religious ideologies that are now creeping their way into government, which shouldn't be like that. Look at how it's happening. So even on a community, country, we as a country in the United States, we are also playing out different timelines because of the entanglement that we are experiencing because of the people, okay? You know, the interesting thing about the Akashic Records is that you can reset and collapse these timelines. You, we can do this. And what it is, it's done through our will and our desire to do so. Um, this energetically reset, it, it resets the timeline. It cleanses the Akashic Record, which can shift your current, your current experiences. So... We, if we look at, I was shown this the other day, if we look at a spider web, a spider web has, you know, it's a cobweb, it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, there's a spider in it, right? And let's say that the cobwebs has little dew drops on it, just kind of sparkled around. Well, that cobweb is the Akashic field. Let's say that's the Akashic field and all the dew drops represent different different timelines, they represent different places, they represent different people. And no matter where you are, you are the spider, you can you can shift and you can go into any of those dewdrops. And because it's energetic, the cobweb acts like a telephone wire, sending signals to you, talking to you, and so all these different dewdrops that represent timelines are sending signals to you through a frequency 
and it's giving you inter- it's giving you an information you as a spider but maybe you as a spider hey you don't really like all of a sudden like you just don't you're not getting it maybe maybe you're not you're not privy to it but what i'm offering you is that hey you are the spider you are picking up and and receiving these frequencies from these different timelines because of the cobweb you're on. And so what I am saying is that we can dissolve that timeline. You can build and create a new one. And then depending on how you really want to carve out your future and create, you can create that again. Now, does that mean that if you were to reset this, that you as a homosexual would all all of a sudden become heterosexual? You know, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I've seen people that do that, not personally. I've, you know, where you hear of people who um, who have gone through, um, have gone to church or they've gone through some some awakening where their bodies were energetically just uh, reset. And then they didn't have that craving anymore. Everything seemed to just align. So the mental aspects of the person then align to their physical aspect. So them thinking like, hey, they want to be more like a woman, all of a sudden they were reset to, to be more in alignment to male qualities. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, especially if you are involved with someone and you're married, let's say you're a woman and a woman and you're married. And you want to go through and you want to reset your Akashic record. Do you think that your sexuality would be reset? I'm here to tell you, I don't know. Maybe it's a more, maybe it's more of, um, maybe this would be more comfortable for you to be able to live your authentic self. Maybe this is a way of you to release and remove a lot of toxic people in your life who are not in agreement with your lifestyle and you're able to call in those who can support you in that, in the lifestyle that you want to live right now. I don't know. That's the thing. We think we know. There's only so much that we know. Everything is really unknowable because really what you're here to do is just have an experience to live out your divine expression and your divine expression living as a homosexual or a transgender person, that might be your divine path. And it's really up to no one else to determine that for you, only you. So let's say you come to me and I, I don't know anything about you. You just, you send me in your name, your, your, your birthday, all your information, I see if I can access your record and then we start having a session and then I and then I bring these things up. I bring one of these six things up to you and you and you confirm, yeah man, I yeah, yeah Wendy, I I have always struggled in this area. But see, you aren't here to struggle. Are you struggling with your sexuality or are you struggling with being authentic? in your sexuality, and you're struggling with other people's perception of how you're living out your divine self-expression. 
Because God is not mad at you. There's no God to be mad at you like that. You judge you because of other people's perception and because of what this society is saying about you. So I'm here to say, I don't know. I wish I had all the answers. I'm only coming forward to share with all of you what I found in the Akashic Records so that I can shed some light on some things for you. And then you sit and you think about that. You could be saying, oh my gosh, Wendy, well, you were reading the Akashic Records. Aren't you able to tell the future in that? Well, yes and no. I could pick up a vibration of a possibility or a vibration of a probability. So lo and behold, you come to me for an Akashic Record reading and some of these attributes come up and we find out and it's revealed to me because you tell me I'm a homosexual. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well then do you see where some of these attributes from a past life make sense to you? You will, you will definitely see what resonates with you. I'm going to tell you that right now. But me telling you what your future is going forward to clear this, it might depend on what type of past life you had. And so I would go and I would look at the possibility or probability record on what could happen when this gets cleaned and cleared up and put away. And then I can also ask, well, hey, is my client divinely set up to experience the homosexual life? And then we would go from there. You know, all of this is just exploration. And it's really up to you to take what resonates and to leave what's behind. And nothing is really ever set in stone. The only thing that's set in stone is that your physical body that you're in right now it's not going to be with you forever, and you will leave that body, and you will go on to your next experience, whatever that is and however it may be. The thing about it is, is that you, in this life in the here and now, you are able to reach a point of conscious awareness of all these patterns in your life, and you have the power and the authority to reconcile those things. And until next time, may you be blessed and pass every test. Thank you for tuning in today. I am your host, Wendy Wu. If you're interested in receiving an Akashic Record session with me, please reach out to me. All links are in the show notes. I hope you received great value and insight from this podcast on In The Wu World. I do appreciate your time and support. In order for me to continue to create more content like this, and if you're being led to do so, you can support me by sharing this podcast with other like-minded people, family, and friends. Also, I do accept donations. Click the listener support link in the show notes so I can continue to do my research and bring forth the intuitive content you crave to know more about or book a session with me. Let's support each other through this beautiful exchange and energy philanthropy.